Hello and welcome to Good Monsters. My name is Cody Lawrence, and in this podcast, we challenge Christians to be more Christian, bringing biblical truth back into the church. Christianity's fight with authority. Do Christians have to obey the law? This, I believe, is a question that not many Christians have had to seriously ask themselves in the West. It just hasn't been a problem. Western culture, in fact, in large part, sprouted out of Christian values and ideas. The West has been quite amiable to Christianity for much of its history, or so we think. But recently, it's a bit easier to see how this may not quite be the case. You may have an old person in your life who talks about the bad direction the world is going. I suspect that there are those same kinds of old people saying the same kinds of things for a long time. Am I getting old? Because I'm saying those things now too. This is because perhaps those old people are right. Maybe our country is going in a bad direction. Maybe secularism, humanism, postmodernism, along with other anti-Christian isms, have slithered their way inside of the country and even our churches right under our noses. And our church greeters stationed at the door holding signs and shouting, Welcome! And you belong here! Invited them right in. These things are now being reflected in the law. Same-sex marriage has been legalized. Abortion has been legalized. Two things that would have been unthinkable in our parents' generation. So what about those laws not only uh, permit sin, but the ones that impose sin on us? What if the authority itself is sinful? The truth is, especially in the midst of this lockdown we find ourselves in, it's a very important question to raise. It's important to consider things like, do we gather as a small group in our homes over the limit of people that the government will allow? Do we go to the church against the recommendations of the government? Do we not sing praises to God because our authorities tell us not to? Do we acquiesce to an executive order calling our church to close its doors for a few weeks? Oops, I mean a few months. Ah, maybe a year. Maybe longer. Maybe when the curve is flattened. Maybe when the vaccine is out. Maybe only after every single person has taken the vaccine. Or maybe by then, if everything goes just according to plan, the church won't be able to pay its rent and the doors will just stay closed. It's a grim world for Christ followers if we follow everything the government tells us. So who do we follow? The kings and the queens of our world or the king of the universe? For this, we should turn to scripture. 1 Peter 2, 13-17 says this, Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme, or to the governors sent by him to punish those who do evil and praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put silence to the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living servants of God. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. And Romans 13, 1 through 2. 
Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed. Those who resist will incur judgment. Well, there you have it, folks. You have to follow the law no matter what. It's right there in black and white and yellow highlighter with a little circle around the word subject. At the very least, what is obvious about this passage is that we should not be anarchists. We as Christians have to recognize the governmental authority over us and submit to it, whatever that means. It probably does not mean burning down businesses, blowing up cars, or attacking people in the streets. But does it mean that we should not resist any law or ordinance given by our government? Well, let's pause for a moment and consider the lives of the men who wrote these passages. The Apostle Peter, for the Peter passage, and the Apostle Paul, the Romans passage. These men were not paragons of upholding the law of their time. They were incidentally imprisoned for illegally preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. You could say, however, that both Peter and Paul were imperfect people who are still inspired by God in their teaching. Paul had some kind of thorn in his flesh, a possible sin he had to deal with, and Peter sinned by separating himself from the Jews in Antioch. Their sins don't make their teaching any less true, and that's true enough. At the very least, we have to hold one of two options. If the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter were in fact preaching that we ought to always obey the authorities, then know that every disciple and early Christian was a horrible hypocrite. The apostles, most of all, for teaching that we should obey our authorities and then proceeding to get themselves locked in prison for illegally preaching the gospel. What's more, what happens when we look beyond the apostles to Jesus Christ? Did Jesus not break laws? Jesus illegally proclaimed that he was the Son of God and was sentenced to death because of it. Incidentally, if Christians obeyed the law, there would be no Christianity at all. Christianity was illegal in Rome, and Christians were widely persecuted and many killed for hundreds, that's right, hundreds, of years until 312 AD when Emperor Constantine issued the Edict of Milan, recognizing Christianity as a legal religion. In other words, every single Roman Christian was disobeying the law for 300 years just by being Christian. This is not to mention every other country where it was illegal to be a Christian then and up until this day. Do we tell those Christians to deconvert because the Bible commands that we should obey the law? Hopefully, you see that this creates a problematic contradiction. The command to follow Christ and the command to obey the law are in obvious, direct opposition. What these passages make clear is that the government is instituted by God to do the things that God instituted them to do. For example, to punish those who do evil and praise those who do good. It doesn't say anything about God appointing governments to punish those who do good and praise those who do evil. So, when governments punish good and praise evil, it seems like there would be reasonable, it would be reasonable to not go along with it. This is confirmed by the life of Jesus and the apostles and the early Christian church. Peter, Paul, and even Jesus submitted themselves to the authorities over them, but obviously they didn't always obey them. 
It seems like both can be true. You can be under an authority and morally choose not to obey them. Let's consider a current problem. One could still say, oh, well, that's all in good. Certain laws can be, uh, can be broken, but we should be discerning. And we wouldn't want to suffer for no reason. Staying home from church isn't hurting anyone. What's the harm in that? But does it really not hurt anyone? Are we really doing good by not gathering together as Christians? Is it good not to be a church? Is church an arbitrary thing that we can do or not do and there's no difference? Is risking suffering for Christ not a good thing, you coward? Of course not. Be careful not to hide cowardice with piety. Which is the greater suffering? To stay home comfortably locked up in your house on Sundays until your government tells you it's okay to see your friends, worship together, have communion, sing, sit beside a stranger in a pew, shake hands with someone, and so on. I mean, what else are you supposed to do with your Sunday morning? Or is the greater suffering to stand up against tyranny like the apostles and Jesus did in the face of all of the frowns, grumbles, and complaints, and risk fines, arrests, and sickness by not neglecting to meet together, as the author of Hebrews says? Is the greater suffering not to do the things we are supposed to do as Christians, regardless of what people, yes, even other Christians, think of us? Are we as Christians not supposed to pursue and value truth over lies? We should take seriously Jesus' words, Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. Luke 6.26 Once we see that it is possible to do good while disobeying the authorities, the argument that we shouldn't stand up for Christian gatherings falls quickly. The body of Christ is a good thing. There's something lacking in Christianity when we don't have the ability to gather. But, more importantly than merely gathering, we need to think more deeply about what we are taught. It seems like the default position is to believe that Christians cannot disobey the law. Generally, this is the case. That may be a reason why this claim is so easy to take as truth. But, only a slightly deeper look reveals that sometimes there are reasons to go against the authorities. In fact, there are reasons to go against the grain all the time. And one way we can start right now is by going against the grain of our culture's immature understanding of Scripture.